He's Scotty Kipfer. Welcome to the show. Today is actually a unique episode because, uh, Scotty, you're in the hot seat today. Yeah, it's weird being in the hot seat, but uh, I have one under my belt with you uh, from season one, so I'm good to go. Uh, But we have somebody else that we're going to introduce you to today. That's right. That is your partner in crime, part of the Second Chance Dreamers, Amy Nodwell, Scotty Kipfer. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Hello. What's going on? <laughs> How are you? Yeah, hanging in there. I mean, you know, getting ready for Christmas and all of those things. Are you guys ready? As ready as we can be. Mm-hmm. I started wrapping gifts a couple days ago. I always forget what a pain it is wrapping so many Christmas presents. <laughs> I'm actually way ahead of you guys. We had our family Christmas two days ago with lockdown kind of pending in Ontario my uh, my nieces were with my sister, so it just worked out that we could go ahead and do it on the weekend. And it was great. We had a great time. You know, we were all wearing masks, which was super weird for, you know, for us to be uh, just a small immediate family. There were six of us there all wearing masks and distanced. Um, it was odd. It felt very strange. But anyways, uh, long story short, Christmas is done at the Kipfer clan, and uh, I'm I'm basically on cruise control for the rest of the year. Can you uh, eat and drink and be merry? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky duck. <laughs> yes. Amy, what's Christmas looking like for you? Oh, we don't really know yet, to be honest. We're um, playing it day by day um, to see how things go and how, you know, the situation progresses. But um, at this point, I think if we do get together, it'll be similar to Scotty's and that we'll all be wearing our masks. And hopefully I can convince my two and a half year old daughter to wear her mask for more than two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Christmas will be fun this year with uh, our daughter's two and a half years old. So she actually is starting to get excited about Christmas this year and kind of gets a little bit more about what it's about. So it'll be a fun Christmas morning. Oh, totally. Two and a half is super fun because they can tear into their own gifts. Yeah. And they get excited about the stockings. And totally, I get that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can all agree that 2020 has definitely been upside down to say the least. But uh, I'm glad to hear that both of you are making the best of it. And thank you guys for... I mean, well, Scotty, you have to come on the show because it's your podcast. <laughs> but um, but Amy, really appreciate you being here. So this is the last episode in season three. Scotty, we've made it through three seasons. Wow. That's just so crazy to me that we're already through three seasons of the show. That's so, amazing. Congrats, guys. Thank you, Amy. So we have, I mean, we've talked to so many different people, so many different artists and musicians and um, even people in the industry that, uh, you know, all have their own perspectives. And so... Now we want to talk about you guys. So, Scotty, I mean, you have so many projects on the go because that's just the kind of guy you are. You're really passionate about the things that you do. And so I want to talk about the beginning of Second Chance Dreamers. So however you want to get into that, let's start it off. I think it was about 2007. We uh, we originally connected on MySpace, of all things. And, um, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Amy and I both knew uh, a guy named Ryan Laird, and I was working with him at the time doing PR and and tour management and just kind of whatever needed to be done. And um, Amy, you guys had done a play together, right? Yeah, we did some musical theater together. 
So when Ryan and I got back from our tour, it was uh, right around that whole Taylor Swift billboard deal. Mm -hmm. When I got back, I thought, you know what? I want to do this. Like I was used to being the, the goofy kind of sidekick. That was kind of my role with Ryan. And so I thought, well, let's start something sort of like a, like a Sugarland thing where it's just, you know, unbridled joy and feel good music. And, <laughs> and let's, let's find a great, you know, chick singer and, and see if we can, if we can make that happen. And so originally we were actually a trio with Ryan's guitar player. Oh, cool. And so uh, Mark and I had started talking about starting this trio and finding a female front. It was his idea to connect with Amy and I sent the message and I guess, Amy, you could pick it up from there. Yeah. Um, so I remember our very first writing session. I remember showing up at Scotty's apartment with McDonald's in hand. I introduced <laughs> myself and then continued to stuff my face with my Big Mac meal. <laughs> nice then, choice. Nice uh, choice. And then we started writing and it was just the most effortless co-writing session that I had ever had. Um, our brains and our musical instincts just jive so, so well together that like we can go into a room with the zero ideas and come out with like three songs. Just it's such a amazing experience writing music with Scotty. And we spent the next however many years kind of uh, writing a, a bunch of tunes together which are are some of my absolute favorites i um i'm really really passionate about the music that we've made together so um scotty i know kind of uh, in you know talking with you throughout this uh, podcast experience uh, how writing happens for you but amy uh, was scotty the first person that you've ever written with or uh, no i had uh, done a, a number of co-writing sessions uh, prior to that um, with a, a number of different writers. But it was different working with Scotty, just in that like our brains just complemented each other so well. Um, and I think that our, our creativity and just instincts that you, you have as musicians were just very aligned uh, with each other. Mm -hmm. And I, I just think we really, we melded well together. It was just kind of a you know, the stars aligned and, and that was it. Musical chemistry. Musical chemistry. You got it. You know what, though? It's more than that. I think, you know, yeah, we do have musical chemistry, but I think we we just seem to think alike, Amy. Like, I, I think, yes. you know, we we talk about some some pretty big concepts in some of our music. And, and it's funny to say that with you, I love being the first thing that that people are hearing from us. It's, you know, it's pretty light and fluffy when we start getting into some of the deeper stuff that we have in our catalog, I mean, we've written, we've written a song from the perspective of a girl who is caught up in, in sex trafficking. You know, yeah. we've got some, some really serious stuff. And when we start talking about some of these bigger concepts, like you can have all the money in the world, but it's all worth nothing without love. You know, we've got some of these things that we touch on and it just seemed like when we sit down and, and the ideas start to flow, it just seems like, we don't really have to think too hard. We don't yeah. have to, you know, we don't have to battle it out in terms of like whose opinion is right. How do we want yeah. to chase this down? There's no we, bad ideas. Um, right. When I'm in a room with Scotty, I feel totally comfortable throwing out the worst idea I've ever thought of because I know that it could inspire a really cool idea in his head. So there's no 
fear there of judgment and it's just completely open. Yeah. And for me too, I think that because Amy is willing to do that. As I'm willing to throw out so many bad ideas. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But no, that's, it's like, it's true. I throw out bad ideas to her. It's just kind of a volleyball game, right? But the, the fact is, is that I thrive as a writer polishing ideas. So when Amy lobs one at me, I can just go, yes, but it's kind of like comedy improv, right? Mm -hmm. The yes, but rule, um, or yes. And rather. So it's like, let's take that idea. Let's run with it, but let's think about it from this perspective. So ultimately the line idea stands, I think it's, it's like, I guess getting an alignment on your car, right? You, you want it to drive straight. So we just, we align that one wheel and then we're good to go and we get to where we want to be. Nice analogy, Scotty. Thanks, pal. <laughs> well done. Uh, you know what? During this conversation, I just keep thinking. I keep thinking about how uh, Scotty and I work. <laughs> <laughs> and how's that, Amy? <laughs> well, no, but you know, I'm a fiery Sagittarius, so I've got. Uh, you know, but it, you do. You really do have to learn how to adapt to uh, different personalities when you are in a. You know, you're doing a creative project. So now, okay, let's talk about the name Second Chance Dreamers. <laughs> Who came up with that? Is that was Scotty's brainchild. Yeah, but again, I can't take the credit for it, though, because, you know, we're sitting, this is back, uh, you know, before the world went sideways. Um, and so we're sitting in Amy's car. I think, were we going to McDonald's, Amy? Oh, Lord. Uh Possibly. I feel like we were actually going to McDonald's. (laughs) This is a common theme for us. Um, But because we've been together for so long, we've gone through various iterations. At one point, we were just Amy Nodwell and Scotty Kipfer because we we couldn't settle on a name. When we had Mark as part of the band, we were called one thing. You know, then we branched off and we we were called, we probably been called four or five things over the years. And I guess we took a pretty serious break in about 2012. So Amy yeah. uh, finished her university at that point and we had been a duo at that point for four or five years. And at that point, it was just like, Amy needed to have a real job and you can't do anything but respect that decision. And so that was it for us. And I thought that that was going to, that was going to be it for us. And that sort of led me down the road of, you know, pursuing the music business side. So I got into record labels and management and and all of those things. And then eventually made my own record. And when I started making my own music, I think Amy thought, okay, that's it for us too. Like there's no point in revisiting this, but I was in Nashville in late spring of 2019. And I, 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 <laughs> we drank a whole bunch of gin the night before and I was really hungover. Um, and so the, the folks that I was hanging out with got up and went and, and got hot chicken at Hattie B's in Nashville. And I just, I stayed behind and I had a nap and I woke up feeling on top of the world. And I had all of our old songs running through my head. And I thought, holy smokes, like this stuff is 10 years old. Some of it's more than that. And the songs are standing up. Like I'm thinking these deserve a better fate than, you know, living on my laptop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And so I I called Amy that day uh, immediately, actually. And I said, have you considered doing this again? And Amy was like, well, 
I didn't want to get in the way of your solo stuff, but yeah, I, you know, I have been thinking about this. And, and so that set us down the path of kind of rekindling this working relationship. And so then fast forward back to the point where we're now in Amy's car talking about names, it, you know, we were talking about this kind of being a second chance for us. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how we ended up landing on it, but as we kind of volleyed our ideas back and forth, second chance dreamers popped out and it doesn't really matter who said it because it was said and that's what we landed on well i love the name i love the name because well and the name says a lot about i mean you know scotty i know a lot about you and amy i'm just meeting you um but you know it is it's about it's kind of about the whimsy right that's absolutely it yeah you know, I know you, Scotty, and I know you love whimsy. So I think the name is absolutely perfect. So <laughs> congratulations, guys, on your very first single, You I Love. Let's talk Thank about you. kind of uh, how where that started and how that became your very first single. Because, I mean, first single, it's huge, right? You're showing the world who you are. So how did you learn about that? <laughs> Oh, yeah. You I Love has always been at the top of our list um, in, in terms of it's, it's one of our favorite songs that we've written together. I actually I was thinking today, trying to remember the exact time that we wrote it, Scotty, and I do not remember. I don't know if we were in Nashville or where we are were. Do you, do you recall? You were living with Jen, I think, in Guelph. Oh, okay. We were at her place. We wrote we wrote uh, You I Love and yeah. That's When I Find You. Yes, and I remember now. Okay. Was yeah. Jen involved with that as well? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so then how did you decide that you were going to kind of launch this project with this particular single? Because I know you had said that you have written many songs, some heavy, some yeah. kind of fun. So why this one? It was a hard choice, honestly. Um I think we wanted to choose something that was just fun, uplifting, especially during the season that it is now. We wanted something that was going to make people smile. Yeah, 2020 has been heavy enough. Right, right. So, you know, just releasing something that makes people feel good, probably. Yeah, Yeah, good plan on that, guys. Good plan. Well, that came (laughs) out uh, November 30th, I believe. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay. And so the uh, music video, I've seen it probably 22 times. It's so <laughs> cute. Oh my gosh. I, it is a, it is the, probably the 2020th music video that uh, has been out all year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the balloon boyfriend was excellent. So, oh my gosh. I, I have to tell you, I was, uh, when, Scotty first approached Ryan St. Pierre to do to be our our photo. He had no idea what the music video concept was. Right. <laughs> so, I was so nervous, so nervous of, of releasing it for him to see it for the first time. Um, I can imagine he he probably would have gutted himself. Super adorable. He had no idea that we were gonna do that. And so um <laughs> He, you know, Ryan is just, he's, he is not just a, a total dreamboat, but he's really a sweet, sweet guy. He's got a, a beautiful wife and a couple of kids and, and he lives in Stratford, which is not too far from where I grew up. And we've played a couple of shows together. And uh, so I called him because he's the dreamiest guy I know. And I knew that he'd say yes. <laughs> um, 
and and he had this photo that was just so perfect for what we were trying to accomplish with this video. The the balloon idea, I, I think that didn't really even happen until the night before. Yeah. It was gonna be he was just gonna be in a frame. And then we thought, man, if we're doing this ballroom dancing scene, then let's put his head on a balloon and then let's uh, then I'll go up to the loft and I'll do like an aerial shot. And and we're shooting this all on my iPhone. Like this is pretty low. This budget was shot stuff. on your iPhone, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I so, didn't know that. And it was completely DIY, right? So we originally we're going to have a video crew, but then, you know, COVID restrictions and all of that, we just couldn't make that happen. There was literally two people in the house. It was me and Amy. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, no makeup crew, no glam squad, no camera crew. You know, we were we were camera crew playback. But yeah, I mean, you kind of have to adjust on the fly in in these weird times. And um, I mean, when you let Amy and I loose and say, go be silly. I mean, <laughs> we just had such a great time making that video. And I so mean, I think that's apparent. Fun. So much fun. Well, it turned out really well. And honestly, guys, like it re- it really fits who you guys are as a band. You know what I mean? Like you you are fun and your music's reflecting that. The music video is reflecting that. So kudos to you guys. I think that's really awesome. Thanks so much, Amy. So Scotty and I, we have a segment in the show. Uh, it's called Turn Us On. And so <laughs> because I am the sole interviewer today, I kind of feel a little put on the spot. I'm not going to lie um, <laughs> but um i would love both of you to tell me something that you've either been watching on tv that i've got to see a recipe you've tried literally anything in your life that you've recently discovered that uh you want all of our listeners to know about so Whoa. scotty i'm gonna let amy go first okay oh my gosh um so I have recently been struggling to find something to watch on TV. Yeah, me too. Um, we have recently just gotten into a Designated Survivor with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. It's on Netflix. I don't know if either of you have seen that. Is it a show show? Or I've never heard of this. Is this yeah, reality? It's a, or it, No, it's a series. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a series on Netflix. What's it called? Um, I'm writing it down. <laughs> it's called Designated Survivor. It's, uh, we really like it. It fills the gap, you know, if you're just to, <laughs> yes. to, the goal is to sit on the couch with a drink and relax. Yeah. Anything else new that I discovered? Um, oh, I've discovered a wonderful maple whiskey. <gasps> I knew you were going to say maple whiskey. Yes. <laughs> Tell me because, uh, my partner, he is like way into the, uh, into the, uh, the scotch. So let me know. Okay. This like this is pretty sweet. Like it kind of tastes like you're having dessert. Um, and this is terrible in that I don't remember the brand name. <laughs> I just remember that it's so delicious. Sorchilage, maybe. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. My well, my my partner, he is French, so oh, this okay. is his jam. Oh, enjoy, girl. It's, it's so good. Delicious. It is fantastic. All right, Scotty, <laughs> lay it on me. Okay, well, in the theme of television and Beverages. alcohol, mm-hmm. I am going to go with, uh, I, I have a, uh, a Glenfiddich scotch here called Fire and Cane, and it's lovely. Um, it's not a terribly expensive bottle. It's like 
for me, it drinks above its pay grade. So that's kind of what I look for in a scotch. And so it's great. And then as far as TV goes, I just discovered, well, not discovered, but rediscovered my love for Jeopardy. Wow. I was okay. not that. Now, here's why I say this, okay? So I just, I literally binged season 34 of Jeopardy. And, you know, Jeopardy is one of those things that, that I've always just kind of watched, you know, an episode when I can catch it sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. So let me recommend to you that you watch season 34 of Jeopardy on Netflix. There's a guy named Austin Rogers who goes on a crazy win streak. He's got this charisma about him, and as the season progresses, it's really a beautiful thing to watch unfold. And um, I'm actually, funny enough, I'm re-watching this season to watch this happen again, because uh, I, I caught on to it about halfway through. But he started to, you know, when they pan across the contestants at the beginning of the show? Yeah. So he would do, like... You know, he'd pull a, an imaginary stopwatch out of his jacket and he would like wind it up and put it back in his pocket. And then one day he like made a martini or something like he did a bunch of like interesting things that sort of became one of his trademarks. But in addition to that, he was also like you could see him rooting on his competitors. And I just found it to be a, a really beautiful thing because you know, we live in a world, and especially in the entertainment business, where, yeah, we sort of cheer on our, our friends and our, our colleagues, but at the end of the day, we're out for ourselves, you know? We're trying to make our, our song go number one. Or, and, and I just find that mentality to be toxic, and it's rampant in our business. And so when I was watching this guy cheer on these these contestants and it, you know it could be it could be the kid that uh just graduated from university who's like just super nervous to be on tv but he knows all the answers it was really fun to watch there was a lot of beautiful humanity uh in that season season 34 where are you watching this on netflix okay we have a segment in the show, as maybe you know, it's called Would You Rather? Okay. <laughs> and I come up with these questions, and I feel like sometimes I embarrass Scotty because it's like, why does your brain go to these weird places? But whatever, I think either <laughs> either Scotty is embarrassed about it or that's one of the things he likes about me. I'm not sure. I'm not a Scotty is always fun. Yeah, All right, yeah. so Amy, I'm going to start with you. So we've got a series okay. of questions. I'm just, that's basically what it is. Would you rather? Okay. And none of the options are optimal, so. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, Amy, would you rather have fingers made of cheese strings or feet made of Kit Kat bars? Whoa. Consider um, summer in flip-flop weather. <laughs> I'm going to go with cheese string fingers. Okay. Uh, simply for the purposes of walking, it would be really hard to walk if my toes were Tic Tacs. Is, is, no, Kit Kats. Or what did you say? Kit Kats. Tic Tacs even worse. Difficult. Okay. All right. I will accept that. And I like cheese, so it would be handy to have a tasty snack on hand. Right. When you need it. Yeah, you could just bite your fingernails. Exactly. exactly. And then, yeah. Okay, Scotty, yes. would you rather have a laugh that sounds like a donkey... Or a talking voice that sounds like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> this is offensive because I feel like I already have both of those. I was no, just you don't. Say that. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
laugh like a donkey. I yeah. think having a unique laugh is a beautiful thing. And I think that <laughs> that people should embrace their uh, weird uh, int- uh, eccentricities. Perfect. Words are hard. Good answer, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, would you rather be constantly caught at every red light forever or okay. take a unicycle as transportation? Oh, um, I would go with the get caught at, at a red light. I'm not somebody, I don't stress about getting caught at red lights. I just kind of enjoy the time where nobody can bother me when I'm <laughs> driving my car. <laughs> I like I get physically angry when I get oh, stopped at a red yeah, light. My, I can tell, I can see it when when I'm driving with my husband, if he's driving, I can tell that it just gets <laughs> to him like no other if he has to stop at a red light, but it does not phase me. Look at you being all chill. Good for you. <laughs> okay, Scotty, would you like to star in a movie alongside Helen Mirren? Or Robert De Niro? These are always lose-lose questions. I feel like this is a win-win question. I would go with... I'm going to go with De Niro. Oh, yeah, totally. Really? Because, but Helen Mirren, she's so badass. Yes, but I feel like if it was a me movie, it's going to be goofy. And I think De Niro pulls off he goofy does. characters really, really well. He does, yeah. All right, Kate, that's fair. All right, Amy, would you rather hike... In the deserts or swim in a swamp? Oh, ooh. Lurky things in a swamp. Yeah. Hmm. Do I have access to like a camel in the desert or am I? No, you're hiking. You're on foot, girl. Okay. And and in this swamp, like are there critters in there? There's critters in there for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think the critters scares me more than uh, walking in the heat and the sand. I'm kind of known of being like in the murky water and not knowing exactly what's in there. I'm kind of the same way. And that's my problem with lakes. Like I love swimming Mm. so much, but something brushes my leg. Like I'm losing my mind. Okay. (laughs) Give me, give me the, uh, the chapped lips and the thirst. I, yeah, at least nothing is eating my ankles. Anyways, Scotty, would you rather add characters from WWE to your live show or the cast from Magic Mike? (laughs) Oh, God. I went from a win-win to a lose-lose. Hey, that's a win-win, Scotty. I think you're right, Amy. I think now that I've had a moment to assess the situation, I'm going to go with the Magic Mike. Yeah. I was hoping you'd choose that. Okay, now you picture this, country, okay? You could do a country version of uh, Genuine's Pony. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Ryan St. Pierre would want to be a Magic Mike dancer. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. Okay, Amy, would you rather only communicate in Pig Latin or oh, various grunts? <laughs> or various grunts? Yes. <laughs> Oh, I think that, um, I think I would, I think I'm going to choose the grunts. Okay. I asked my kid the same Uh, thing and she agreed. Because I feel like it would make most people the most uncomfortable. (laughs) So you'd get the pleasure of watching people just get like super embarrassed and awkward. So that would be a bonus. That's the perfect response. It is a perfect response. Okay, this one, Scotty, really random. Would you rather play... (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll give you a moment. It's okay. Would you rather play hide and seek with Goldie Hawn or Justin Bieber? I'm not sure where my brain went with the two choices, but... <laughs> Dude, I don't know how your brain works. It's like, wow. Um, it's embarrassing sometimes. I think it would be hilarious to play hide and seek with Justin Bieber. See, so I asked uh, Steph, my partner, I, and he's like, obviously Goldie Hawn, she's 400 years old, her legs, legs would crack when she, <laughs> when she was so squatting or standing up, and you could find her easier. <laughs> wow. He's pretty ruthless. Speaking of Goldie Hawn, I feel like if you haven't seen it, you must watch Death Becomes Her. And it's Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep. Go watch it. It's it's hilarious. And I'm well, a big Goldie Hawn fan. Me too. And while you're at it, go and watch Overboard because that's super good. Day. Oh, the best. Nice. That's in my top 10 movies for sure. Same girl. Okay. Oh, yeah. Amy, last question for you. Okay. Would you rather appear on a revamped Kenny and Dolly Christmas album or Mariah Carey Christmas album? Oh, <laughs> Oh, gosh. I mean, I, I have to choose Dolly. Honestly, you and Dolly singing I Believe in Santa Claus, I'm here for it. <laughs> right? Yeah. That would be so much fun. Hey, guys, I just found two more questions. Do you want to answer those? Heck yeah. Okay. okay so, Scotty, I already know this answer, but I'm asking anyways. Would you rather have a wine named after you or a scotch? Oh, man, that's actually a harder question than you think it is. Um, but, yeah, I think your gut's right. I'm going to say scotch. Okay. All right. Amy. Okay. Would you rather perform only ever in a Mrs. Claus costume <laughs> okay. or a superwoman wo- onesie? Oh, Superwoman onesie, Atta all the girl. way. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm not ready to be Mrs. Claus just yet. Can I be Batman? Yeah, I don't know what you Honestly, be. guys, in 2021, if I do not see second chance dreamers in Superman and Wonder Woman outfits on stage, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> 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 that sounds amazing to me guys thank you so much for the chat today and uh this thank is you yeah this is really exciting i'm uh, super stoked for you guys and i'm here for it so thank you for uh, coming on the show today thanks, thanks so for much. having thanks, us Scotty. thanks for having me and it's been great merry christmas merry christmas <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, that was so much fun. Thanks for bringing your other Amy onto the show. <laughs> yeah, there are so many of you guys. It gets confusing sometimes, but man, it's I'm I'm blessed, you know, to have you as my partner in the podcast and to have Amy Nodwell as my partner at Second Chance Dreamers. It's just uh, it's so much fun to get to create with you guys. Well, I definitely wish you guys the best and a big congratulations on your first single, You I Love. Let's talk about socials. Yeah, you know where to find us. We are at the show on the go. You can find us across all the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to track down Second Chance Dreamers, you can do that at Second Chance Dreamers on Instagram and at Second Chance Dreamers Band on Facebook. 
Also, as you know, the show has been dressed in unison blue for the whole of season three, uh, which is coming to an end with this episode. So this is my last chance to tell you that if you would like to support Unison, which supports the Canadian music industry in times of crisis, you can do that by doing one of two things. You can go to unisonfund.ca. That will also give you all the information on what Unison actually does. Uh, Or you can open up your text message app, text Unison to 45678, and they'll give you the prompts from there. That's it for season three, but we will be back in a few weeks with a very exciting season four, and I'm looking forward to it, Scotty. Yeah, it's the end of season three. It's the end of 2020. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers to 2021, right? Yeah. So we're going to take a few weeks and regroup and we'll be back. What do you say? Late January, early February with the beginning of season four. Sure. Sounds good. Just tell me where it stands. (laughs) (laughs) He's Scotty Kiffer. She's Amy Alice. Welcome to the show.